This is Women's Tech Radio, a show on the Jupiter Broadcasting Network interviewing interesting women in technology, exploring their roles and how they are successful in technology. I'm Paige. And I'm Angela. Are you sure about that, Paige? <laughs> today. today I'm not. It's been a long day at the conference here. Yes. So we are live here at Linux Fest Northwest, and we um, got to pull some awesome people off the floor to do interviews today. And before we get into the interview, I want to mention that you can support Women's Tech Radio and the Jupiter Broadcasting Network by going to patreon.com forward slash today. You can donate as little as $3 a month or whatever amount you want. And there's a swag level where you get free stuff in the mail. Or you can just, like I said, do $3 a month. But either way, it's a giant bucket. It funds all the shows on the network and specifically Women's Tech Radio. It keeps this going. And now we will get into the interview. So we're here in the make. What's it's, the name of your trailer? It's Get Makered. Get Makered, and nice. Angela is going to get 3D scanned for a 3D selfie. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Woohoo! I'm Diane Mueller. And this is Diane Mueller, and she is here. There. Uh, this is a home-built, awesome rig, and their own scanning solution. They've got their own 3D platform, which they're going to throw up on GitHub so other people can make. Awesome. And some other cool stuff, and I think Diane is going to walk us through the process. Yeah, so what I've done is um, I belong to a group called the Coast Makers, which is up in the Sunshine Coast uh, in beautiful British Columbia. And we're hosting our first Maker Fair in Gibsons, BC on May 31st, so we invite you all to come up um, across the border. And we're here in Bellingham at Linux Fest Northwest. And we brought this is our maiden voyage of the Get Makered trailer. And what we have is a human-sized turntable um, that we built uh, together, a collaboration uh, design that is a very compact, low elevation, so that we can get people in in the trailer, which is only six foot two, so no standing up on this. It was designed to hold around 200 to 250 pounds. Um, it's got an old um, electric wheelchair motor in it, and it's got a V-belt. Uh, fan belt on it that's 77 inches long and it's on top of a lazy Susan um, thing. So it's a real, the design will put up on GitHub under GitMakered at some point. We haven't quite done it. It's all open source stuff. And then we've taken an Xbox Connect um, scanner here and um, we, uh, unfortunately we're at Linux Fest, but it, Xbox is a Windows thing. Um, and but So we have lovingly gotten a Windows laptop with a NVIDIA card in it. Um, and using some software from a company called Sconnect that connects to the Xbox and allows us to use it and import 3D images. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn on the turntable here very slowly. Time for a ride. And she's going to go around really slowly. And then um, the scanner, I'm going to just set it far enough back so that it turns green on the screen here. And, and when I start counting, you have to sit very still starting in one, two, three, there you go. And it's gonna create a Hulk-like image for you for me to look at in green and capture pretty much all of you. Now people with curly hair, there's shadows and things like that, so those kinds of things um, leave holes in the mesh. Um, the top of the head, since the scanner is down here, um, I will have to, once we get a good scan of the rest of her, get the top of her head, otherwise she'll have a hole in her head. She'll have a hole under her chin because there's a shadow under the chin, so I'll try and shave underneath with the with the connect by hand. And um, 
So that's, that's really about, there's sort of four stages to getting a really good thing that you can print out on the Tinkerine printer, which Tinkerine is a Vancouver-based 3D printing company. They manufacture these things. They have great out-of-the-box experience, and they're really roadworthy, so I can take it to workshops, and if it bounces a little bit, it still prints nice, and it's great. That, uh, so what, in order to get to the point where we're doing something like the one that we just printed of the someone we scanned yesterday, we have to clean it. So the holes that I talked about under the chin or in the curly hair have to get cleaned and you can use software like uh, Mesh Labs or Blender, which are nice open source projects. Um, Tinkerine has Tinkerine Studio, which is the next stage. So after scanning and cleaning, you have to slice it. So every model has to get sliced so that the printer knows what layer to lay down on the printer. And Tinkerine Studio is the software that I use and there's a free, that's free download from um, Tinkerine. And so we slice it. We create, um, first the, the first scanning creates a .stl file, which you can use with any 3D software. AutoCAD, um, Tinkercad, all the, all the stuff will import the, the STL file, and that's what we're giving people today here. And then you convert it in Tinkerine Studio to their .g format, um, and throw it on the SD card, and um, 42 minutes later comes out a little tiny, um, uh, I think it's 40 millimeter high bust of the person. And so what we're trying to do here is create a really unintimidating, obviously, experience of people being able to do this stuff. And then we'll um, teach people that there's more to 3D printing than downloading like a rubber duck or something off of Thingiverse and just printing it. What we're trying to do is pe teach people the skills to um, create art objects, to create interesting and fun things. And now I'm going to scan the top of your head, so just don't move. Um, and since I've talked this long, you usually don't send you around that often. <laughs> but I... Angela's super impatient. Yeah. Although I think I should have chosen a different... Different pose. Pose. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an upward angle, which yes. is not flattering for anybody. There we go. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to stop you turning around and let you get off while that renders that. And... There we go. And... Um, so, so you will have a few holes in your head. Okay. If you write your name and email down, I'll send you the STL file. Okay. Um, this is really all about teaching people how to use 3D printers. And my prediction is, like, in another year or two, things like this are going to be like having a microwave in your house. Yeah, totally. But the interesting thing about microwaves is I really don't like anything you can cook in a microwave other than popcorn. And that's the thing about 3D printers, is that if you really want to learn how to use them and do interesting creative things, you have to learn more than how to touch a button and print something you've downloaded from Thingiverse. You need to learn how to conceptualize things in 3D software like Tinkercad or AutoCAD or lots of different other project software. There's tons of open source um, tools that you mesh lab, Blender that I mentioned already. But you really have to start thinking about how can you make your own stamp on the rubber duck that you can download from Thingiverse, or if you download eyeglasses or something like that, how can you make those eyeglasses your own? And in order to do that, you start, have to start using some software and learning the skills to like put the GetMaker logo on the rubber duck so it's your rubber duck, mm. or turn the rubber duck into a mallard, or a, a goose, or morph it into a superhero. And those are the kind of skills that we're really interested in making people aware of and teaching the basics of. And we're going to be here all day today at Linux Fest. We're going to be at the Maker Faire in, on the Sunshine Coast on May 31st. The beginning of June, there's a mini Maker Faire in Vancouver, BC. 
um, will be there, and we're going to be at OzCon um, down in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so um, you can find us on Facebook at GetMakered um, or at um, www.getmakered.com. We just got scanned inside. Angela got a 3D selfie here at your Get Makered. Um, and I was just wondering if you could tell us a little about, about how you got into this. Because we know that like your vision, we heard from inside, is that to get people more aware of the tools and the trade of 3D printing. And um, But like, what got you into it? Uh, yeah, because uh, my wife and I are both really technical, but I come from the web design and marketing side. So originally I was kind of going, oh, it's so technical, and I can't, couldn't really get into it. But well, as soon as we got a printer and I started looking on Thingiverse, it was like, oh, now I'm really going to be doing this thing. And that got me into, I, I got my first kit to do steampunk glasses with the trinket array inside. And, wow. Yeah, and then we have two daughters, so we're really hoping that, especially the 14-year-old, that she gets really interested in things like this. In our, we come from a town of uh, 30,000 people, our little region, so they're still learning PowerPoint in high school. That's their computer training. Yeah, that's like, not exciting. No, no. So that's the thing. For their standpoint, it's like, oh, can we stop hearing about the trailer? Because <laughs> we just finished the trailer, like Thursday night we were putting in the floor. Yeah. We had to take it right down to the aluminum to get it into good shape. Good timing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is something we've actually talked a bunch about with people here, is like the difference getting involved in technology today is, is really cool because there's this, this nice intersect where you can see things happening. Like we talked with one girl about robotics and how robotics has that kind of component where as a creative person you can still be excited about technology because as soon as you program a little bit, the robot does something. And I think 3D printing, would you say, is kind of in the same vein where like you really get to see your results? Uh, definitely, and I love the idea that it's not as uh, what Diane was talking about. You can go and you can get a diagram to print something, but I think a lot of people... To keep up with the development curve, the idea of thinking spatially in a three-dimensional space, I like that sort of brain stretch and, yeah. and taking away some of the fetters around design because I come from a totally 2D world. And so moving into 3D, I didn't do the 3D graphics or anything. I kind of found them kitschy. But when you're actually making something three-dimensional, that's really fun. And I love the, how much people collaborate. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're part of a very small Wait, makers group, and we just got designated for uh, Sunshine Coast Maker Fair, our first one, mini Maker Fairs on the 31st. And everybody helped in the trailer, so they get to take it out too. Awesome. So if the robotics guy wants to go and do a workshop at a school, he can just come and get the trailer. It seems like you guys really have a nice dedication to uh, real, true open source in the community there. Like. Yeah, and the sharing. We're going to put the uh, pedestal the turntable into github so people can build their own and yeah. you know it was just problem solving yeah a guy who had a new cnc machine and another guy who's like can we find a motor for this and he brought four over and we tested them all i was a bit bored on that day i gotta say <laughs> watching a cnc machine they're all like salivating i'm going i don't get it <laughs> yeah it takes a certain kind i love a cnc machine but you know precision is my thing yeah um so what is so what software did you get start to use to get involved with uh, modeling this stuff? Like, what, what was your 3D software choice? 
Uh, it would be the Skinnect that comes with this, yeah. and t taking it up into places like Mesh Labs and okay. doing some tidying. And we helped a friend of ours, he and his daughter play Minecraft, and so we did a scan of him, and he took it and embedded it somewhere in Minecraft, and they play every Saturday. So one Saturday, she's going to find him at the entrance to a building. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very fun. I love stuff like that. I didn't that. even think like you can kind of combine it, where it can yep. go back into digital art. It doesn't have to come out and be yep. 3D, well, yep. physical 3D. Ah, very cool. And um, is there anything else I haven't asked you that I should? Oh, I, I've, I have a very lofty title. I am the Get Maker Wrangler. Wrangler. Yes. So I had to learn how to drive the trailer, and I'm still learning how to back up. There is nobody here to watch my uh, debacle of parking this morning. But well, uh, you got to talk to your makerspace and get the backup cameras put on this thing. It will help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, this is super awesome, and we look forward to kind of following you guys and your journey, and keep in touch. Great. Thank, Thank you cool. very much. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women's Tech Radio. Don't forget that you can email us, WTR at jupiterbroadcasting.com. You can also go to jupiterbroadcasting.com to see the backlog of shows or use the contact form to contact us that way. You can add us to your favorite podcatcher with our RSS feed, which you'll find at jupiterbroadcasting.com under shows Women's Tech Radio. Also, check us out on Twitter at heywtr.com. And if you have an extra minute, leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget that we do a full transcript of every Women's Tech Radio show, which is now available in the show notes yep. on jupiterbroadcasting.com. And so if you have people who don't have time to listen but would like to read, head them that way. Thanks so much. <laughs>